You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, this is Pete Mitchell from No More Kings, and you're listening to the Growlix Podcast. This is Randy. In the future, every day is Halloween. Ministry was right. This is Jesse, and in the future... Doctors will come up with something better for gallbladders, appendix, and tonsils than just cutting them out. This is Melanie. And in the future, if you look in the mirror in the dark and say Grolix three times, your favorite comic book will appear. I like that one. I like that one a lot. That's a great, yes. Not very scary. We're the candy but... man. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, I like that a lot. What if, wait, what if they said it three times and then our favorite comic book appeared for them? Okay. That'll, that'll or work. Or Qbert appeared. Qbert appeared with comic books. <laughs> yeah. With, yes. Or maybe your favorite comic book will appear, but all these things will be blacked out. Now try to read it. Yeah, they're, enjoy it, huh? yeah, they're, they're, they're all symbols. Like Everything's the whole, like, you, oh, you think it's awesome, and you open it up, and the whole thing is just Grawlix. <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah. Only Kubert could read it to you, but you can't understand him either. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do Halloween. Ha, ha, ha. Welcome to the Crowlix Podcast, episode number. Now this is fifty-five, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, I guess since we don't count, yes. you know, by tonight's episodes, we kind of halves. But yeah, we'd be into like sixty or seventy something now, yeah. if that were the case. But we don't, so nope. I'd nope. count pre. Someday we'll do like <laughs> <laughs> someday we'll do legacy numbering, and we'll just get rid of those imprints, and it'll be like episode seven thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is not. Not even true, but you know, yeah, this can get lumped into uh in house news, but I was actually kind of contemplating. So, we're uh, obviously we haven't done a Halloween episode yet this year, we always do because Halloween's right. the greatest thing that ever was, yeah, and never will be, yeah, exactly. And this episode is not a Halloween episode per se, but so we're gonna have a special Halloween episode this year in addition to the two regulars. Man, we're just giving it away for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we do. But I was do. actually or Patreon, <laughs> or Patreon, which is not so free, but it's so cheap it might as well be free. You should just go over there. Go over there. Become a just patron. Check it out. Just check it out. Take a look. Take, take a look at it. Yeah, you get you get free stuff for your dollar. For free stuff for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, I've got a rant. <laughs> I I just went to Wendy's recently and uh they had a thing it was like for $1 you can get uh f- <laughs> was it five free uh Frosty Junior coupons or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like free. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have to pay a dollar, it's not free. Yeah. No, I agree. Is that like the um they they need to reward it. Five coupons, four free frosties. That's what they need to say. Is that for a 
charity thing? I don't know. Or... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I think so. It's, well, then they and can. So, I mean, like, it's all for a good cause, but, like, it's shady marketing. Oh, for sure. Know? For sure. Because free is, like, in big letters. They need, and uh, they, $1 is not. They need to not do that because that is bad for children. I once worked at a candy store and these kids, seriously, little kids that didn't know how to read yet, came up to me and they said, this says free. Can I just have it? I'm like, it says sugar free, kid. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get out of here. You bother me. Yeah. Sugar. Plus, plus, if you eat that, you're going to have diarrhea. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> So yeah, yeah, the Halloween thing. <laughs> we're the whole do. the my original segue into Halloween was, I'm contemplating doing something crazy and not even using the Knights or Bites imprint, and it'll what? just be like the Grolics podcast Halloween special, mm-hmm. and then whatever the episode title. Yeah, but so we don't. Would it be? Would that episode be episode fifty six or mm-hmm. no numbers, no imprints, no nothing? I mean, I guess the Halloween special becomes the imprint. I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because <laughs> just do it. Just do it. You're thinking too much. Just do it's it. It's kind of like annuals, like like comic book annuals. I kind of hate them. Oh yeah. Because mo- <laughs> anymore they're a part of yeah. the regular series, but they're not, and they don't contribute to the numbering. At least they right. went to annual number one, number two, number three instead of annual num- ninety seven, ninety eight. What about like a um, 2015 a Doctor Who Christmas special? See, I don't know. I don't know. What episode number is that? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a regeneration, we don't know where it even goes. It's true. Mm-hmm. So it kind of drives me crazy. Not that anyone's going to care. It's literally cool. just an audio file that goes into a feed. It'll be in its proper placement for assume I'm assuming as long as the feed's up. But maybe it doesn't get an episode number. It gets a title like or a letter Halloween special and then some (laughs) phrase from the thing. So it doesn't need a number because it's got a title. Yeah, I'm thinking about not doing a number. Yeah. The problem is someday if our Patreon, uh, if we hit a certain Patreon goal, we're going to start doing annuals. The problem with that is how do how do we start numbering annuals? Because we've already been going for what, three Four years, almost four years. Mm-hmm. Annual number mm. one is not right. Then we don't name them annuals. We name them omnibuses. <laughs> Do an omnibus episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, we couldn't. We couldn't do an omnibus. How long would that be? be like, <laughs> like, oh lord. <laughs> um, three months worth of recording would be like twelve hours of recording. Woo. But, you know, we'll do like a Halloween one shot. Yep. So that's a way to talk about episode titles, issue numbering, and announce that we're doing a special Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not really sure how much we should say about it at this point, but I'm super excited for it because it's going to be quite a bit different. Quite. I think you'll like it. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about it in the last episode? No, we did not. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, are we being uh, unnecessarily ambiguous? Uh, We're being... I mean, probably, but we we didn't talk about it last episode. It's a surprise. Oh, yeah, fair fair enough. Fair the question enough. Question is, do we, yeah, do we want to keep it a surprise? Yes. Okay. At the time of recording, it's not completely finished. It's not produced like 
at all. So maybe we should be vague. That way, if yeah. something happens, we're just like, <laughs> I was going to say, crap, if let's it's slap a something together. We, we already did that wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, surprise. Hey, hey, surprise. We totally told you this was coming. There's going to be a surprise coming. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's going to be. A... That's like, okay, you're going to have a surprise party. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's happening here and at this time, but we're not going to tell you what for. Yeah, this is going to be like my mom, or my mom would be like, this is what you got for Christmas, but act surprised when you get it. Thanks, Mom. That'll work. <laughs> well, see, but you know you're getting something for Christmas. You yes. just ideally don't know what. Usually, so yeah. that's what this is. They know they're getting something. They just don't know what. Yeah. Oh. So it's like Halloween Christmas. The best possible combinations of <laughs> anything that ever was. The best was. Christmas ever. Yeah, it's the good parts of Halloween, not all the crap stuff that you hate. It's... There's all the all the stuff about Halloween is good. No, talking about Christmas, yeah, I'm the sorry. good stuff of Christmas, yeah, without all the crap, yeah, yeah. You're right. There's no bad things about. Halloween. Okay, so we're we're, we're just gonna we're reskin just, um, Christmas with Halloween because that sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. Yeah, where where does pumpkin spice fall into all this? Because is that just a fall thing in a Taco because Bell Taco? I feel like that is not a thing that is great about Halloween. If if that's Halloween's fault, I think it's a fine thing. Maybe not you great. You are wrong, but that's okay. Maybe not great. <laughs> but at this point, I think it is kind of great because of what it does to you. <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> the fallout. No, of it. no. I enjoy. <laughs> I used to like. I used to like pumpkin spice. You wouldn't be able to tell it based on this podcast, but I used to like pumpkin spice, and then they did it wrong. You're right. It is a little bit the Christmasization. Of Halloween. <laughs> I had some pumpkin spice pretzels the other day, and I couldn't tell if I liked them or not. I'm like, it just seems wrong. Yep. That doesn't sound right. The, yeah, exactly. And I, I actually, I like most pumpkin spice things, but pumpkin spice pretzels? They weren't oh. bad, necessarily. It's just like, these aren't supposed to be here. You know? That mm-hmm. was that was the fe- feeling I got. You know it's a Halloween episode. We're complaining about pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you know it is. It's that time of year, because there's pumpkin spice Kit Kats out there, or, or pumpkin pie Kit Kats, that's got to be Thanksgiving, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you make a pumpkin know. pie. I don't know. It seems like Thanksgiving. Pumpkin pie sounds better than pumpkin so, spice, like, you know. Well, yeah, it, it, it's all right. Like, the first yeah. one tastes pretty good. It's actually really good, right? Second one, pretty good. Third one, tastes like bile. <laughs> tastes like bile. <laughs> wow. That, that's a flavor now. That you just escalated gets, quickly. Yeah. I feel like they should put that on the label, like, don't eat three. Well, maybe they just assume most some people have self control. <laughs> <laughs> These are like snack sized. Like that's not even. Uh, I mean, three. Th- like if they package this as like one Kit Kat, that's like a package. So you eat like a package. Mmm, bile. That's delicious. Glad they put bile in a wafer form. Oh, give me a break. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, you! Uh-huh. That wasn't even a pun. That was just a slogan <laughs> applied. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Timely slogan. This episode sponsor Kit Kat now comes in bile. <laughs> mm, delicious bile pie flavor. <laughs> Give me a break, seriously. Give me a break. <laughs> no, seriously, we'll break something. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yes, it did. I apologize for that. As you should. That's what pumpkin, pumpkin spice. That's what pumpkin spice does to him now. Makes him escalate. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Tur- 
turns me into the pumpkin spice Hulk. There's every other color. Might as well be a pumpkin spice Hulk. I thought you were going to say pumpkin spice king. Is that a pumpkin king? <laughs> this pumpkin spice king. Is that a thing? Mm. Mm, I don't know. What's the, the pumpkin pu- king? Yeah, the pumpkin. Uh, what was Jack Skellington? That's what Isn't I thought. The- okay, oh, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. That's where I got it. I but think so. why? Because he's not a pumpkin. Nightmare. Yeah. I don't know. Halloween. But I think he is the pumpkin Talk king, about, isn't he? That's Christmas skinned with Halloween. Yeah. But true. still yeah. not quite what I envisioned, but still. Right. In the future, we're skinning Christmas with Halloween. Figure that one oh, out. Oh, oh. We're gonna yeah. le- we're gonna leather face Christmas up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh, the okay. Gifts I, I looked it up, you. and uh, yeah, the Pumpkin King is Jack Skellington's title. Hmm. All right, he's the king of Halloween, apparently. Well, yeah. Okay, I accept it. Like, like you do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so wow, that was a that was there we go. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about... Are we just going to launch into poll list? Should we do this? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. It feels appropriate. Yep. Well, s- speaking of pumpkin kings... <laughs> okay, this episode, <laughs> this episode, we're going to be talking about our poll list pick, which was... What's that? Well, our poll... Oh, what's man. A, I'm, what's a poll list? Gl- oh, my goodness. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> In this context and the way we spell it, a poll list... It's a, it's basically, it's a poll, as in you can vote on it on our website. It's a poll in which uh, <laughs> listeners and visitors, <laughs> listeners and visitors to our website suggest things we should read and vote on things that we should read. Each month, the uh, book with the most votes is what we read for the following month. Last month, the winner was The Immortal Iron Fist. Which we read. Which we read, and we will discuss yep. this episode. And now, though, we're going to talk about what is the current winner that we will talk about next month. Yes. What is that winner? <laughs> it is Hellblazer with 28% of the votes. Woo! And Hellblazer is not a jacket that is on fire, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a Hellblazer. Yes, Hell. Uh, yeah, not a Hell Sports Blazer, <laughs> just a Hellblazer. A hell Sports Blazer. <laughs> Was something Melanie was very not excited about until we told her it was Constantine. And then I'm like, yeah. Yo, they really should just call it Constantine, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, Keanu Reeves probably ruined that for everyone. So Hellblazer, as it was... <laughs> I got a, I got a disapproval from the other room. Holly's like, hey. Well, Keanu Reeves has the habit of, you know, picking good movies and then kind of making them slightly less... Something else. Yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves, if you've read Constantine at all, is a terrible pick. Yeah. And, but also it's not completely his fault because the whole, his whole character arc was he quits smoking. And if you read Constantine at all, you also know what? Yeah. That's not Constantine. (laughs) Exactly. 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 It's not a bad movie. It's just not a good adaptation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once again, we have, it's a fairly vague selection, a vague suggestion. Because there's been a lot of Hellblazer. Was oh, it? Yeah. Was it? Or was it? Had they moved Swamp Thing and Constantine and all that over to the Vertigo imprint when they started Hellblazer? Or I believe so. Okay, so we could either read. I mean, there's some some fairly current DC specific no. stuff, or there's. I mean, Vertigo still like DC, but it's it was their it's, imprint. It's better. Read some older uh, Vertigo stuff. It's, okay. 
Okay. Yes, we'll do some. So. We'll do some research. Find out what the best to read is. What we can actually get our hands on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll, so we'll probably be reading and discussing some Vertigo Hellblazer. Yes. Maybe. Oh, I don't know if that was in Swamp Thing or Hellblazer or not. We can find the one where Swamp Thing makes himself out of marijuana. That the meme I always see. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> and he also there's also the one where and this might be just Swamp Thing where he like tracked down Constantine and. Like, you know, did his Swamp Thing teleport there through Const- the tobacco mm. and Constantine's cigarette? That was a that was a Swamp Thing. Oh, that was a Swamp Thing? Okay. I think. Unless... Have I read some Constantine before? I think you've re- read some recent Hellblazer stuff. Yeah? Yeah, but I don't know that you stuck with... You, like, read a lot. You're right. Because... Never mind. It doesn't matter why. Let's continue with the show. No, I remember... Yeah, I remember reading something... Yeah, I'm sorry. This is total aside. I remember reading something where... I think Constantine's having... accent was like super cheese. And I was having issues because it they just decided to put everyone that has ever existed in a freaking comic book in a room together and expect me to know what the heck's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I hate when they do that. But anyway, that was that. What's that top hat girl? Zatanna? That, yeah, that you have a thing for. I'm like, who is she? And this is stupid and I don't like her character. Get her out of here. And I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> well, that's all part of the, like, the, the magical mystery. Yeah. side of DC, but mm-hmm. I tried to read a Zatanna solo series a while back, and man, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I like Zatanna. I don't know why. I, I don't either. She's an ugly outfit, and her power is stupid. Well, I mean, her power is cool. Her outfit's stupid. <laughs> no, her, her power is pretty stupid, too. She does magic stuff. Back, She talks backwards. She's a backwards talker. Ugh. It's Twin Peaks up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like backwards talker? No. What about Double Walker? That's cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> those people? Racist? Those people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on, I guess. <laughs> With their backwards talk. Yeah. It, it's, not. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so... So Iron Fist is like so that. But what we read for this episode, sort of. what we're about to talk no. about, the actual bulk of this yeah. episode, the content... We're not going to. <laughs> yeah, it's no. 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 Uh, no, no, please don't. Come on, Melanie. No, no. <laughs> Someday Melanie's going to lead that chorus. No, I, Only when we sing it. Mm, Only when we sing it. Don't think it's, it's going to happen. Top Unless you guys song. start making a lot of money and then give me some. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Okay, so, the, so what was chosen last month, as I already mentioned, was the Immortal Iron Fist. And so we looked into it. And uh, the obvious place <laughs> to start was volume one. So that's what we read, which is the first six issues. It's the first six issues since it did something, I'm assuming, not ever, right? No, not because, ever. Yeah. It just jumps in the middle of some stuff, it seems like. Yeah, no, because <laughs> the, the poll I mean, this is the very first. The Immortal Iron Fist. Uh, so we jumped to a very specific storyline on this The one. Immortal Iron Fist specifically, but I mean, Iron Fist had many other titles from right. well he seems like a 70s character kind of interesting it i mean i'm sure they have updated his suit but his suit still looks a little 70s it's got the dick grayson yeah. disco oh, collar totally thing going on but this story i believe it would come out in like 2005 maybe the trade paperback came out in 2007 so maybe it's closer to there when the actual issues were published but mid aughts and uh through marvel of course and it was written by ed brubaker and matt Fraction? Cool. Yes. 
Uh, and it also happened smack in the middle of Civil War because there's some tie-in stuff there. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's that's what I thought. I did not know. Pencils by Travel Foreman. It's a very interesting name. <laughs> and David Aha. So like we usually do, uh, what did you guys expect going into this? Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expected Kung Fu. From the only thing I know about him would be the Netflix shows. I was thinking he might be kind of dumb. Not not <laughs> right. not like this. The book would be dumb necessarily, but like the character uh-huh. would be dumb. And I think it was a little bit. Um, so I was. Yeah, he had a moment, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, that boardroom scene. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, going into this, like the yeah the the Marvel show or the Netflix show is what I know of Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and it didn't seem completely inaccurate. Mm-hmm. The characterization that is, mm-hmm. or at least the characterization right. of the TV show from this, maybe a I little. I guess extreme. I guess I had read some Iron Fist, so I had some expectations, but. Uh, not too many, because I, I really the only other Iron Fist I've ever read was tied into either an event or whatever. Like uh, when they did Avengers versus X Men, they all like they hide out in Kunlun for a while. So that's that's what I know of Iron Fist. So I was a little surprised by some of the characterization of him. Like I was surprised that he was kind of dumb, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't have a lot of back background in him. Yeah, I was real curious about this going in. I, I I wouldn't say I was excited for it, but I was curious about it. Um, the 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 writers are very recognizable names from comic book industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised of the team up of those two writers, but yeah, I didn't really I didn't know really what to expect out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can, whatever you want. I got a little confused by his, I guess maybe it's his origin story. So. With his father. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And he was born there. The way that, like, his that his dad crashed a thing. A, sound like a dirigible or something. But, and then it, his mom got eaten by, I, wait, no. I'm yeah, confused. see, I was confused. I Okay, so I think... Was he born there or was his dad born there? Who was born there? I think Danny might have been in this version. Okay. Oh, okay. Was that the case then? So what was the I deal with his the dad... Climbing up a mountain. Yeah, jumped. Was he trying to get back to Kunlun? Was that Maybe. it? Because it sounded like his dad died trying to get back to Kunlun, in which Danny and his mom potentially didn't even know was it real or not but if he had been born there his mom would know it was real yeah so uh, was that the origin for his dad or that other or the guy before him yeah i don't know oh at the very beginning yeah yeah well it kind of i mean it kind of ties into the very beginning but also later in the book um what's his name or orson the other Iron oh, yeah. Fist that shows up, he has like this kind of flashback mm-hmm. story. I think it's his story, and I'm confused as to whether 
him being there, born there was Danny, Danny's dad, or Orson. Mm-hmm. And even towards the end of the book, Danny's even like, so are you my grandfather or what? Like, what? Like Danny doesn't know. Yeah. So I guess maybe we're not supposed to know. I don't know. It is kind of unclear. It is. So anyway, there's some weirdness going on with that whole thing that confused me. And then they call themselves the immortal Iron Fist, but obviously that's not true because they die all the time. There's been bunches of them. But that that one guy that came out apparently hasn't aged in a long time either. So how does all that yeah, work? Yeah, because he was in, was it World War II? Mm-hmm. But, like, he's in modern, at least 2007 modern wherever, and doing stuff, like looking the same, the same age. age. Yeah. yeah. So it's all very confusing. Yeah. A lot of flashbacks. And some of them tie in and some of them don't because some of them are just like, this. here's another story of an Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. And there was that weird thing with, I'm assuming that was Danny's dad as a kid in the mountains and he was a slave to some people somehow. I don't know. I don't know what all that was about either. Yeah. Okay. So if that was Danny's dad, then is that the kid? Oh, that yeah. Okay. That story. Yeah. Is that the kid he's talking about that was born there? Because eventually that's what I was like. Well, so that was Danny's dad that was born there. I don't know. And then left at some point and then wanted to get back because he believed he should be the Iron Fist. Maybe. But well, yeah, because his dad never became Iron yeah. Fist. Right. That's kind of the way I read it. And if he was born there, Danny himself, I don't know if it was, but if it was. I don't think he, I don't think he was. I'm looking at a thing and it sounds like when he was nine, his dad tried to go back. Okay, then, yeah. Okay. Then that's. So it was probably his dad that was born there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or the other guy. <laughs> Either his dad or the or other guy. At least, at least wound up there somehow. Yeah, I guess it could be the other guy, too. Okay, so I guess uh, my first critique is... Mm, it's kind of conf- We don't know what's going on. It's kind of confusing <laughs> this is, writing. We maybe need, like, uh, previously on uh-huh. page. Yeah. For the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's... Is Kunlan then just a big like crap pile of houses that swirls up and around in the sky? Because that's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, there was one panel that was real weird. It's like in another dimension, kind of. Yeah. Okay. But there's Kunlan Mountains, but Kunlan itself only appears every once, however many years, ten or thirteen, like every ten years or something. Yeah. Okay. Outside of the confusing jumble the little bit of plot that's there to grab onto. That's not fair. There's a decent amount of plot to grab onto. Mm -hmm. Uh, But basically there's kind of a shell company for Hydra. That's trying to get this deal with Rand industries. Danny does the stupid Danny thing and like uh, says, Nope, we're not doing this deal with you. But he doesn't even know they're Hydra. He just doesn't like other countries or something. Because it's China. Yeah. Oh, is that it? No, yeah. I, he thinks it's he thinks it's Hydra, but he can't just come out and say it. Okay, because he has no proof or something. Okay, and eventually, he, you know, he it is he it's confirmed, but he still doesn't really have proof. Mm-hmm. And then Davos 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 mm-hmm. is there trying to track. It was it's not Danny down specifically, right? It's it was, he's trying to track Orson down. He's trying to track Orson down for. The Raven Queen or whatever her name was? Yes. 
And then once he's out of the picture, she's going to help him get rid of Danny. So it's still, it's to get Danny. Okay. Because he was resurrected at one point. Apparently, he probably died in a past series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... Orson's the soldier one that shows up and, you know, he's he's kind of a PTSD kind of guy. Like, you know, he's... He's mm-hmm. the he's the winter soldier of <laughs> the Iron Fist world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's super hardened and kind of an opium addict and... Like, he shows up and causes some stuff and basically gives Danny a book It's of, like, here's the history of the Iron Fist oh, yeah. that nobody here's, tells here's you about. How, uh, here's how Iron Fists work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The way I read this, and I could be wrong because I've never, like I said, never read any other Iron Fist, is it felt like maybe not, maybe a, a bit more sped up and not as cool, but an Alan Moore style injecting a bunch of mythology into this character. Mm-hmm. Like he did with, like, you know, right. I'm referring to Swamp Thing specifically, but it felt like that kind of thing where you're like, you've had Iron Fists and the 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 history's been kind of vague, but now we're going to do some, like, mythology building. So here you go. Here's a book full of different things, and we're going to give you little flashbacks to various Iron Fists throughout the centuries. And Iron Fist is a weird hero because he's not, I mean, he's he's a kung fu guy, so he's violent, but... Past Iron Fists seem like just like ruthless murderers. They're weapons. He's the living weapon. Mm-hmm. And, right. And so Iron Fist as a superhero character is weird because it seems like all his predecessors were just like horrible murderers. I mean, in wars <laughs> yeah, and right. stuff, but yeah. I can't see Danny Rand, Iron Fist superhero, straight up just murdering people like catapulting onto a uh, pirate ship and killing everyone on it yeah mm-hmm. well like that female iron fist that we see yeah, yeah. well and, and orson like packs packs guns and uses his crazy mad magic iron fist power with the guns to make super explosive bullets yeah, that was a little i that was that was unusual i i wasn't prepared for that like iron fist bullets mm-hmm. some chi bullets I mean, I like it. It also ties into that. Well, you know, the power set you thought you had, you could also do this mm-hmm. like it. So it's expanding on that, I guess. But it, it reminds me of something again when he has to go off. Yeah, and he's um, like, oh, you can, you know, you can do so much more than just this mm-hmm. off planet and stuff. Yeah. And he discovers a lot of things that even even knowing that he could do things that he didn't know he could do before that he did. That he's like, I never would have thought I could do this mm-hmm. kind of thing. I I buy the, I mean, I don't know, because he is supposed to be a good guy, but they're basically henchmen for gods of some nature or divine beings of some nature, and they're not nice people. They're not people at all. They're not. They're selfish and they're not good. So it makes sense that they would just be, you know, tools. So how is Hydra? Is the word? How is Hydra tied into this? Because they are working. For Davos. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't really understand Hydra as an organization well enough. Yeah, no, because I thought it was Nazi, and he's not a Nazi, is he? Well, I don't know that it's necessarily Nazi, but yeah, I mean, no, well, no, Davos, I don't think, would be Nazi. He's just, like, I don't know where Maybe that... It's communism. <laughs> I don't know that he's really in line with the Hydra um, mentality so much as he's using them to get to the Iron Fists. Yeah, it definitely seems like they're working for him. Yeah. Including like, hey, I'm going like, to work out or whatever. So, you know. Yeah, didn't he just like kill a bunch of yeah, them? Yeah, come at me. Like, mm-hmm. Co- come at me, bro. And I'm just going to murder a bunch of you. And then be like, next. 
because the next group's really going to be looking forward to that. We This is jumping back. Right. Last episode, we talked about Defenders, and something I forgot to mention last episode is when Melanie and I were watching it, and they were training the Black Sky, and there's the, like, the final wave is, like, the wave that comes up and, like, are, like, okay, well, if she's good enough, she's just going to murder us. And I'm, like, you know, it sucks to be, like, a ninja a henchman, because... Unless you're like, oh, yeah, to be on that team, you're like, oh well, we don't want to be on C team because C team's the team that they send in just to see if they're good enough to kill us all. Yeah, exactly. Like you train to be a ninja, you you're in this shadow organization and all this, and like your whole your whole job is leading up to, well, if uh, the organization's doing right, this person's gonna kill me. <laughs> but if they're really doing right, then they'll get some magic, you know, dragon bone baby powder. Baby blood powder, and then um, they'll be in the world too, right? <laughs> yeah, um, well, maybe. I mean, except they were not good enough because they were killed. You're right. By no, I didn't mean them. I meant the organization. You oh. you would hope that they would, you know, be nice and bring back the people that they. I'm assuming told they would bring back if they got what they were going for. Yeah. But then again, they're bad guys, so probably not. You can't trust a bad guy, nope. especially a bad guy in a shadow organization. Yep. I thought Davos is so he's got this weird deal worked out with this Raven Queen, and he rolls around with most of the book. He rolls around with this pair of like chicks, this pair of ladies mm-hmm. who turn into ravens <laughs> or birds, cranes. Like cranes. Oh, it's the Crane Mother. That's what it is. Not Raven Queen. Crane, crane Mother is the lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so they turn into like cranes, mm-hmm. but then it turns out like he can sacrifice them to give himself power mm-hmm. and so like after he does so like he calls up the the crane mother and is like hey i need you to send me more of your daughters or whatever like mm-hmm. i don't know like a dozen <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna kill them yeah. and take their power which kind of is weird to me because be- i'm a vampire because yeah well dude, what's his butt does a similar thing when the, when the other iron fist dies but uh-huh isn't the reason that she, the crane mother, wants to kill the older Iron Fist because he killed one of her people and it takes her like three year, years to have a kid or something like that? Or 30 years? Yeah, no, he killed... Yeah, well, he had done something. Oh, he... He killed... He abandoned them because he went to the re- regular world, was in the war, come back all different, and then, like, bailed. Oh. So, th- yeah, she had sent... He's a, wait, he's a deadbeat dad? Well, maybe... Maybe. <laughs> but they had sent, she had sent, talked to the other floating people, god people or whatever yeah. it is, um, and got them to agree, yeah, we need to take care of this guy. He's, you know, whatever. And she had sent her champion. Champion. And yeah, he was going to accept it and then like panicked and punched her and killed her. So yeah. But it was one of those chicks, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't know that it was necessarily one of the chicks, but it was somebody. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, if she's going to kill that guy for that, why is she giving this guy dozens of them to kill? You know? But that... Yeah, I, yeah, I assumed it was kind of a different type deal. Right. If this chick's got dozens that she can just sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Again, it's not... It's not the clearest read. No. But there's Kung Fu, so... <laughs> well, just to touch on that, because you're right. I mean, that's 
I'm assuming most of the time somebody picks up an Iron Fist book. They're like, I want to read some Kung Fu. And they probably understand more about Davos than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, the Iron Fist history in general. I like I like some of the action stuff, particularly towards the end, especially yeah when it was um, Danny Rand and and D- Danny Rand and Orson Randall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these names are problematic to me, <laughs> but I like the action sequences with them. I thought there was some cool stuff. Uh, there was one page I particularly enjoyed, and it was just you know Danny Rand doing hardcore parkour, but he was like on buildings that he bought. On buildings that he bought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he can't awesome. fly, but as a superhero, he's got to be able to get from A to B. Um, so if he just buys all the buildings he needs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he does the other, the good humanitarian stuff, too. He said so. Well, he could donate those yeah. buildings to poor people. That'd be good to humanitarian. Yeah, they were a lot of, like, empty, rundown buildings. Like, okay, well, you could still do something with those buildings. Mm. And, you know, you don't have to own a building to jump off its roof. Or just go Batman style. You just build in a bunch of tunnels into the ground or figure out the sewers and stuff. <laughs> can't he, can't he afford like a grappling gun? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was one page where he was like hardcore parkouring down the side of a building. And I just really liked the layout because he was pretty much, you know, it didn't even, it wasn't like left to right, top to bottom. It, it tracked across the page in an interesting direction. It was just well done. Good layout. What was the thing you, we were going to touch on that other thing we were going to touch on about the story. The t- Civil War tie-in? Yes, that's it. Oh. So he's got to be secretive, though, because he's not registered. Yes, yeah. He, yeah, he can jump from building to building, but if they catch him, ooh. They, they basically just have, like, a little powwow. Like, uh, I think Luke Cage, like, picks him up after that initial battle that he has uh-huh. with Hydra. And he's like, you got to be careful, man. They'll, they'll, they'll lock you up. Or something, and uh, like he's got that. I think they must have stole the uh, the Chinese food thing from either this or from um, maybe this is like a running gag where they get tons of Chinese food and eat. There was a ton there too. Yeah, like he had he had been out for three hours, so he ordered like a ton. Like he's got like everything. Yeah, so I figured it was. Is I am not up on Marvel stuff. So is that not a thing anymore? Though do they not have to worry about the registry or whatever? Oh, no, it's basically been and gone at this point because there have been events after events now. It basically all got shut down because after that, uh, Norman Osborn was, you know, in charge. So that was as bad or worse. And then that all fell apart. And then they had the heroic age where it was a return to the uh, return to the Avengers, basically. Well, I mentioned the art, that layout. Mm. What'd you guys think of the artwork? It was fun. I mean, it was noir. It was kind of a noir style. Um, yeah, I thought it. I mean, I like I said, there's some layouts I definitely liked, and I thought uh, the angles and the characters and all that, the backgrounds, it all looked good. But it definitely had. And this is even from me not being an, like a regular Marvel reader. It seems like two thousands. Marvel had a very muddy style in their like inking and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. there's lots of color, but it's all like kind of high contrast inking like yeah, it's kind of muddy. So I'm conflicted about that. But I think that's more a style choice. It's the sign of the times. That's how you know when it was done in the 2000s. It's ir- ironic because it reminds me a little bit of uh Jessica Jones uh when 
it was alias mm. i wonder i wonder if the artist um uh, you know maybe they may have no correlation whatsoever but maybe it's the same artist now i'm curious i'll have to look that up uh also having read read no other power man or which is luke cage power man oh or, really? yeah Ugh. um having read <laughs> none of that uh and especially after just recently watching defenders uh Colleen, Misty, Misty Knight, and Luke Cage are so strange. Oh yeah, they show up at the end, don't they? Yeah, they're yeah they're in I mean, it again, but yeah, they're so strange in this to me. Mm-hmm. Well, especially since like maybe Civil War was over at this point because like at the beginning they're like yeah uh, Misty's she's running the heroes for hire now, which was totally our gig, you know. And then at at this point it's like they. They must have reconciled because they're all working together. Uh huh. Also, so Iron Fist and Misty Knight had a thing. Now, can yeah. you picture TV Iron Fist and TV <laughs> Misty Knight having a thing? Uh-uh. No, I can't. No, I can't at all. at all. But everyone and their mom has been with Mystique, and I can't necessarily see a movie version of her <laughs> with any of them. <laughs> yeah, Mystique. Yeah. That's true, and everyone is Mystique's child. Yes, I know. <laughs> right. So Luke Cage, I don't know. I kind of like TV version of Luke Cage, even though I typically say he's kind of bland. Uh-huh. Because TV version of, and I was also like, I was like, the sweet Christmas thing comes from the comics, really? But because uh, the TV version of Luke Cage says stuff like sweet Christmas. But in this... He says, sweet Grolic's Christmas. And I was like, I always assumed Luke Cage <laughs> said sweet Christmas because that's his way of getting around saying like a dirty word. But imper- oh, apparently, yeah. apparently not. <laughs> He's a bit more foul, foul mouthed in this. Yeah. Maybe Misty both dropped some Grolic's. I don't think I really, I don't think there was enough for me to have any kind of opinion about them other than they look like a weird uh, Charlie's Angels that's trying to be affirmative action-y and hire men too. I don't know. <laughs> they definitely, they, when all three of them, because Luke Cage is in earlier, but when all three of them show up, mm-hmm. they do hit that pose for like two panels. Uh-huh. It's the same pose. Yeah. And it is very Charlie's Angels. Also, that's Colleen Wing? Mm. Yeah, I believe so. She's white in the comics? Yes, the 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 um, Daughters of the Dragon. She's white? Because uh, Misty says she's white. Looks like she's at least part Japanese. Yeah, yeah, no, her her mother was Japanese. Oh, okay, okay. In the comics. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was so confused. I was like, wait, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... The, the comic versions of them were just very strange to me. I don't know that I was ready for it. Not that they're that different, I guess, but... I, I mean, I don't know. I guess we have said a lot about it, but I don't really have much more to say about it. I was not super amazed by this book. Me either, in case you couldn't tell. Like, I th- it's okay. And like I said, there's some stuff I liked, and but I wasn't thrilled with it, most of it. There's some backstory stuff. Obviously, they kind of want it to be some type of jump on point, but it feels more like adding on to a bunch of stuff that's already there that you don't know about than yeah. telling you what's there. I agree. Yeah. I think it was like Ed Brubaker's 
addition to it. Mm-hmm. Like bringing it into the, uh, I don't know, bring it in into the now. Yeah, they, and besides some flashbacks that are just make everything more confusing, the only thing that it explained was that there's a bunch of steam things that happened that you don't know about, and there's these crane women who are mad at him. Yeah. For some reason. Not 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 our Aaron Fitz, but the previous one. So. Yeah. And that. And Danny Rand is a character, at least in this. Just didn't give me enough to really. Yeah. Be on board with. He, he whined in his narration quite a bit about this title that was his father's, but now it's him. It's his. He's got to oh, do it. But it wasn't his father's. His father wanted it, but something happened, and now his father, it's his. He whined about it being forced on him, basically, several times. Mm. Yeah, like, from the very beginning. Like, that's how it opened the book. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that sucks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why'd you go put your hand in a dragon heart then? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like if you didn't want it. It seems like a lot of work a lot of work just to be like a little league kid. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad's out there like, You you're gonna do it, kid. You're gonna be the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna be the iron fist of the whole thing. Yeah. The bit the bit with the mother and the wolves, even though it was just like a line, I thought that was kind of hardcore. I was like, "Whoa!" I, I know that was freaking horrible. Yeah. If I was him, yeah, that'd be that'd be the most horrible thing that's happened to me ever. Uh huh. But they just, yeah, just give it over. He's kind of like a slightly magical kung fu Batman, which should be awesome. But there's just, I don't know what. The there's none of the Batman though. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is, but there's nothing uh, on there that because he grew up in Kunlun instead of with Alfred, like he should have. That's a good point. He should have, yeah. Danny Randy should have grew up with Alfred. And then he would have been should awesome. Should have had one. And your city? It's not dark enough. <laughs> right. There needs to be more goth in that city. Need to go to Hell's Kitchen a little more. Yeah. Yeah, more goth, less ham. <laughs> <Whole lot. laughs> more goth, less ham. Yes, exactly. <laughs> of course, this is just the first six issues of an, of a, well, at the time, ongoing right. series. I, I'm sure it maybe picks up I, I mean it seems like it ends on a pretty interesting note where they're gonna go on this like crazy death tournament thing yeah they're gonna go play we mortal said basically kombat. Yeah, yeah yeah they're gonna play mortal kombat basically uh-huh in a in a twisty sky city yeah that yeah there are seven of is that what that was well there are seven warriors or something that are gonna fight yeah mm-hmm. but i thought they all represented one of those god creatures Oh, that oh, lived, probably, and, yeah, probably. And I, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like they were assigned to city, like, like I said, because they talked about some other city too. I think the crane mother was from Kun Mu, or yeah, it was like Kunlun, but with a Z somewhere, so it was right. sinister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You can start to see where people have a problem with this, like it's cultural appropriation. Like they're like, you just took that city and changed a letter. Yeah, and and that that may be why we're having a hard time with it too. Is that you know like this is a this is another this is one of those stories from that era where it's like they really could have just made this Shang Chi made made this Shang Chi the Iron Fist, uh, and it would have been fine. But instead, they had to make it a white guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the world wasn't ready for non-white heroes at that point, I guess. I don't know. Not saying that was okay. <laughs> Maybe they were like, well, 
little white boys are the ones that spend money on comic books, so we have to make them feel like they could be this person. But then again, then their parents would have to be murdered, and they would have to live in some... <laughs> They'd also have to be rich. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's ridiculous. It was an interesting read. I'm glad I read, read it, and it was a fairly quick read, too. Yeah. It's definitely a gap that I had, so, I mean, I'm glad that we went there, and I, I'm I'm betting that it probably goes to some interesting places, and it would probably be worth reading some more of. I don't know if I will. Yeah. I don't know that I'm excited enough about it at this point. Um, maybe further down the road, I would have a different opinion of that, but, yeah, at this point, I don't know. This opening salvo of story didn't necessarily sell me. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's kind of obviously we've just read a snippet of an, a longer story. But this first as it, the first six issues, as it's collected as a trade, as a new reader, the story that's the, the plot that's there isn't super interesting. It's obviously adding a bunch to the mythology and then setting up a big plot line mm. but beyond that there's not a whole lot to grab onto i'm i'm sure for longtime readers I mean, th- and that must be why this is so uh I, I think it's generally well liked uh and so i imagine that the reason is that it opened things up uh for more like it, it increased the lore and i suppose you know like what al moore did um but i didn't feel like you needed all that backstory for the alan moore re- uh, soft reboot or whatever yeah or soft mm-hmm. re- retcon or whatever you would call this and listen before you before you jump down to the comment section i mean you should jump down there and say <laughs> something yeah yeah just know we don't know gets about iron fist so nope. except netflix and netflix was not very kind to no no it wasn't a good no it wasn't a good interpretation to be fair though netflix series for me in my head canon of iron fist now set up Davos. I'd have no clue who that guy was. Although I, I don't sure. think he's exactly I don't think he's the same relationship. To <laughs> Not <Danny>. my Davos. <laughs> I, I know he was a bad guy, but other than that. Yeah. And that's just because of his name. Yeah, exactly. Davos is is a bad name. He and he yeah. should have he didn't, but he should have um a goatee and maybe a twirly mustache. <laughs> I was also super actually this is this is a good point of what was disappointing about the end of this book. I mean, obviously it's setting up more stuff, but comes down to a big fight. Davos is there. He's going to fight Danny. They do one kick explosion. And then Davos is like, you're a cheater. You cheated. I'm out. And it's like, <laughs> what? you just absorbed 12 crane women. So you could have superpower. Why is Danny absorbing the chi of another iron fist and giving you an exploding kick cheating? It's the same thing. Cause he got his from the immortal dragon thing shall Lao. yes it's not cheating and and they he got his from some cranes it's just not the same it's just how many cranes does it take to make up a dragon a lot they just set up they set up this big (laughs) powerful bad guy and then he's like as soon as he gets one hit from the main character he's like oh you're a cheater i'm going home yeah. <laughs> how, how many how many crane kicks does it take? That's kind of like uh, the Tootsie Roll Pop version it, of yeah. Iron Fist. One. <laughs> <laughs> One. One lick. Yeah, I mean, whoever added to the list, thank you. I Like I said, I appreciate reading it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Still enjoyable. There was still fun stuff in there. Uh, exciting, entertaining things. I mean, I, I could watch uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage eat 
uh, Chinese food for days. Yeah, that's, I, entertaining. <laughs> that's entertaining somehow. I did like, I mean, obviously they have like a pre-existing friendship. So I did like, I like how it came across here versus like we were talking last episode in the Defenders TV series. Just because here I assume there's a more plausible like friendship between those two. Sure. Well, and they even say, oh man, this is just like old times. Right yeah. Here. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. And hey, it's actually been a while since I read a comic for the show that I was like, eh, it was okay. And that's kind of refreshing because the last several, <laughs> the last few we did, we, we, we enjoyed so much. We just kind of like last month, both books, we, me and uh, you weren't here for those episodes, but me and Jesse did Invincible and a Superman story. Mm-hmm. And well, kind of, you knew. I'm so happy, but the last one that I read was Downer. What was it? Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about the, Pride of Baghdad. Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. So, I even referenced uh, the Superman books in my most recent video for the YouTube channel. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch that one yet? I watched uh, part of it last night, but no, I haven't got a watch the whole thing yet but i did watch oh you got to you got to because i get to lois lane and that's the best that's the part to to wait for so okay all right so how long are those guys gonna go are they just gonna go i think i think that they are trying to go till 50 i think that's the goal speaking of we've got letters from peter again oh man let's do some letters letters for letters for peter ready did did we uh, d- did we wrap it up? I felt like we wrapped it up. Sort we of. wrapped it up. We wrapped oh. it. <laughs> yes, we did. Because it's Halloween. It's Halloween, and you want to be safe, like a mummy, right? <laughs> Mummies are safe. <laughs> Am I right? I think so. I think they're safe, except for that whole curse thing. Yeah, curse yeah. to roam the earth thing. They seem pretty safe, though. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they don't, they don't even die, so they're pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got, we got a uh, question from uh, Peter. That's, uh, uh, he's from the Superior Comic Show, and he's at Superior Comic Sixteen on the Twitters, and he asked, uh, since it's Halloween, uh, what comic characters could play horror movie villains? And the, uh, the example that he gives is slapstick as Pennywise, because Slapstick is kind of a cartoon clown. So what uh, what comic book characters would we dress up as a horror villain? Randy, you said you had an idea. I do have an idea. Okay, and this isn't probably not completely surprising, but it's perfect. Whole Swamp Thing. Of course, I'm oh boy. Go I mean, he's kind of a monster in him, you know, as is, but... That's not the question. The question is, who would we, what comic book, whatever character would we replace, basically replace a, a horror movie character with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The thing from another planet, which Ooh. was what, you know, the thing. Like John John Carpenter's thing? Or? John Carpenter's thing was based on both the, the story that both movies were based on and also kind of a remake of the original movie. The original movie is called The Thing from Another Planet, which is based on the same story. And I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, okay. Who Goes There or something is the name of the short story. But in the original movie, it's not like the John Carpenter thing. It's not like this weird, like, um, shape-shifting, organic, weird thing that clones people. It's a plant monster. 
It's a man-shaped monster hmm. that is a plant made out of vegetation. Is is Little it's Shop swamp. of Horrors based on that too? What's that? Is it his Little Shop of Horrors based on it? No, <laughs> but now I'm picturing Swamp Thing in the Audrey plot pl- pot. Yeah. <laughs> Feed me. Seymour, <laughs> <laughs> uh, feed me now. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 a super easy answer. But mm-hmm. it's perfect because it he really is kind of Swamp Thing in the monster in that movie, but from outer space. Uh, mine mine was kind of kind of pretty easy too. Uh, I just figured Freddy Krueger is very like uh, disfigured because he's burned and whatnot, and he's also Mister Quippy, kind of funny even though like inappropriate. Uh, and so I thought Deadpool. Deadpool is Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah. I see it. I totally. And they both have, you know, yeah, hot dog face. Hot dog face. <laughs> Topographical map of Utah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it's. I could see Deadpool even like doing it. No. And see, and Deadpool would like realize he's Deadpool as Freddy Krueger and make it all. <laughs> yeah, meta oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Keep he doing could it. even break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And it and really wouldn't be meta. that different than just Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Two to one. Mine. Mine is similarly. I guess easy, but. Maybe a little more, whatever. But I was thinking, um, the Hulk as a Wolfman, and then he just get angry and turned into a wolf. That's that's good. Oh, yeah, there you go. <sighs> I like that. Or I guess maybe you wouldn't like me when it's full moon. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm hairy. <laughs> uh, that's interesting, though, and I like that question because maybe not so much with Dead- the Deadpool one, but. There's a lot of comic book characters mm-hmm. based on these old sci-fi and horror characters and tropes. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. Hulk is very much Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde ties in very much with the Wolfman. It's like a normal guy transforms into a beast, yeah. uncontrollable beast. I think it'd be I think Hulk would be scarier. Okay, uh, uh, no, uh, a werewolf as or Hulk as a werewolf or whatever. You know what I mean? Would be scarier than either of them individually, because somebody that gets mad and turns into a big crazy freaking wolf thing that's gonna eat me is scarier than some big green guy, in my opinion. And then somebody that will turn into a big scary wolf thing and attack me just because they're angry and not because the moon is full is freaking scary too. Mm-hmm. So you just you just want to always give that guy his way. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How about the DC Justice League Dark? What do they call him? Agent of something frankenstein oh as, yeah yeah as frankenstein there's totally a frankenstein character in the dc he's frankenstein <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's who he is was there yeah, a yeah. uh and he could be the, the mummy no frankenstein that works. Well, dc was that's like dumb. all horror obvious. comics wasn't it for a while there like before the comics code wasn't dc comics like pretty much all horror comics let me think I, and then the comics code came out you know whole, i i don't know there I mean, satanic panic kind of thing. They were definitely heavy on the crime stuff because, yeah, before the comics code, horror comics and crime comics were like the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And obviously with detective comics, which spawned Batman. But, well, isn't that what DC stands for? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much. And the other issue is like there were a ton of publishers that were doing horror comics and a lot of oh, those okay. publishers, when the comic code came out, went out of business. And it's hard to say because DC then gobbled a whole bunch of those companies up. I mean, that's how they have, it seems like at least a quarter of the care, like stable 
you know, like big characters they have were from other publishers. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm kind of curious how many horror, like the horror comics DC themselves put out. I'd have to look into that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Batman and Superman were both pre-code stuff. Yeah. I think that they both went up against, like, Dracula and whatnot. And then, like, after the code, like, they weren't allowed to or something. And, well, if they were even, if they were d- detective comics, maybe they were like Scooby-Doo, except that, you know, the supernatural things really were supernatural oh, yeah, yeah. and they didn't have anything under the mask. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too, if I wasn't dead and a ghost. The, the, the comics code is so crazy, like talk about just like i mean obviously it didn't kill the industry but like destroying the industry as it was at the time because even crime comics because that was a big issue was crime comics stuff like uh, you know you can't have any characters do bad things unless they're the bad guy in which case they have to be dealt with by the end of the issue like that means you can't have multi-issue storylines with criminals in it right why well, to make sure that the moral, the you, that's clear, the moral of the story is like criminals get punished. Because the kids, Melanie, the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why we had to have like a moral at the end of every He-Man episode. And He-Man didn't even do anything in those cartoons. Like, he, like the worst thing he would do is maybe like, I don't know, shove you. <laughs> yeah. He had a sword, but did he ever use it? I don't think so. Just to, to turn into He-Man. Yeah. It's fun to hear the rules imposed on, like, the X-Men cartoons and stuff. Like, Wolverine, mm-hmm. apparently. I imagine it'd be the same for even Ninja Turtles, but Wolverine was a hard character to deal with because his whole thing is he has claws, but he can't u- ever use them on anyone. <laughs> like, on a person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, the whole, like, super cheesy villain lines of, like, I will destroy you, or this will be your end, is because they can't say, I'll kill you. I'm going to murder you. Yeah, they can't say (laughs) I'm going to murder your face. (laughs) See, if they'd have just done it like that, maybe. Maybe they could have split it by. (laughs) There you go. Just your face. Censorship stuff is very frustrating, but looking back on it is kind of fascinating to me. Right, yeah. Man, how did we get here? Oh. I have no idea. Halloween. Halloween. I I thought we were, like, wrapping stuff up, but. Oh, scary. Comics code. I won. <laughs> they couldn't even have vampires and stuff. They did somehow, but they couldn't. Mm-hmm. But we're done with that now. Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> thank the, thank you for the question, Peter. I yeah. wish I had more examples. It's such that's such a that's a fun question to me. It was. Fun. I was trying to think like who would be Michael Myers, and and I kept going to Superman because you just can't kill him. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Bizarro. Bizarro yeah. Superman. Because he's kind of dumb. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't know that Michael Myers is dumb, but he do- doesn't ever talk, so... I think he might be. He does seem dumb. He does, yeah. But, okay. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween! Let's do some movie quotes. Happy Halloween! Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9pm on ParaX Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What What Are You Afraid afraid of? on ParaX. 
Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para X. This is Melanie. Don't Grolix yourself, don't Grolix each other, and especially, don't Grolix me. This is Randy. I'm every Grolix you've ever had. I'm your worst dream come true. I'm everything you were ever afraid of. This is Jesse. I thought I'd gone to the limits. I hadn't. The Cenobites gave me an experience beyond limits. Pain and Grolix, indivisible. Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcast. are they doing out there i don't know moving bodies maybe <sighs> <laughs> perfect